So now we're relying on members of parliament to tell our security services what is and what isn't a terrorist organization? Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Canada, and listening to Quick Hits. Unless you're from a parallel universe or have been asleep for the past month or so, you will know, in fact, that there is a particular group of individuals who call themselves the Proud Boys, as if nobody else is proud, I suppose, that has caused quite a ruckus south of the border of Canada in the United States of America. The Proud Boys are, what, what should we call them? Some say they're a white supremacist group. Some say they're a white nationalist group. I don't care what you call them. Some call them a militia. Some call them whatever. And they were major actors in the January the 6th riot, uh, uprising, attempted coup, frat party gone bad at the U.S. Capitol when the vote was being taken to affirm the results of the 2020 election in November, where Joe Biden became president and Donald Trump was assigned to the ash heap of history where he most properly belongs. Proud Boys weren't the only ones. There were uh, QAnon supporters as well. Uh, the guy in the uh, the buffalo hat there with the tattoo on his chest, that moron. Yeah, whatever. Uh, probably some Oath Keepers, another right-wing white supremacist nationalist group. And probably a bunch of hangers-on. Uh, but the Proud Boys got a lot of uh, attention. And uh, it turns out the Proud Boys aren't just a problem for my American friends in security, intelligence, and law enforcement. Uh, They're north of the 49th parallel as well, meaning they're here in Canada. In actual fact, uh, they were created by a Canadian called Gavin McInnes way back in 2016. But they're a little more problematic uh, for the United States, in part because they're a lot larger down there. And of course, we're talking about the United States of America, where everybody and his uncle owns a gun. So if you happen to be a white nationalist, white supremacist with a violent tinge, and you want an AR-15, you become a little more problematic. Why am I commenting on this, you know, almost a month after the attack on the Capitol, on an event that didn't take place in Canada, about a group that isn't really all that much of a threat here. They do exist. I'm not saying we can ignore them. The reason I'm talking about this is that a week ago, My MPs, the Canadian members of parliament, the people that I vote for, the people whose taxes I support, unanimously agreed to a motion that was put forward by Jagmeet Singh. Now, he's leader of the New Democratic Party, or the NDP, which is kind of a lefty socialist party in Canada. Uh, Right after the 6th, on January the 7th, Jagmeet said, you know, we need to call the Proud Boys a terrorist organization in Canada. And so they held his vote in parliament. Apparently, there was nothing else to do that day. And they held a vote and unanimously decided that the Proud Boys should, in fact, be listed as a terrorist entity under Canadian law. Now, a bit of background. So so terrorist listings is something that goes back to just after 9-11. I was at CSIS, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service at the time. And we decided that we needed a list of those individuals and groups that we could call terrorist in nature. uh, Some kind of a sanction. And so we we came up with a list. I wrote the first Al-Qaeda listing in Early spring of 2002. No lies. I wrote the Al-Qaeda listing. Uh, problems had to be based on open source. We couldn't use classified information because it was going to be a public document. And the purpose of this list was uh, not too clear at the time. It was kind of like a 
okay, now we're deciding Al-Qaeda is a terrorist organization after 3,000 people are dead? I kind of think we knew that one before. But some would argue that the listing uh, does serve a useful purpose in terms of terrorist financing and things like that. So um, we have our own listings. They've been around for the better part of two decades. And they're up. They're upgraded every two years. At least they used to be. Had to be reviewed every two years. And now, uh, Canadian parliamentarians, men and women from the three hundred and thirty something ridings in this country constituencies, have decided unanimously that Jagmeet Singh is Jagmeet Singh is right, and we need, need to list the Proud Boys. I'm going to call bullshit on this for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, and you've heard me say this before, the terrorist listing process is not very useful. The women and men that work in our security services and law enforcement do not need a list to tell them who to follow. They've got their own investigations, their own intelligence, their own information, their own intelligence requirements that the government puts on them in an annual exercise, which in and of itself is largely a waste of time. I was part of that for years. They don't need to be told by a bunch of MPs who can't spell terrorism who the terrorists are. Secondly, do we really want a guy, Jagmeet Singh, great Canadian, I love the man, who in an interview some time ago, but a year ago or so, with a, a very famed Canadian uh, reporter called Terry Malevsky, Jagmeet Singh couldn't denounce Sikh terrorism. He wouldn't call out members of his faith. Jagmeet is a, a Sikh. He couldn't denounce them as terrorists. And this is the group that carried out the bombing of Air India in June of 1985 on a flight that left Canada on its way to Heathrow, was bombed off the coast of Ireland, killed 329 people, planned by Canadian Sikh terrorists. And Jagmeet was unable to label that for what it was. We're going to take advice from him now on what to call a terrorist group? I don't think so. This is nothing but an exercise in politics. You think I'm making this up? Then why in heaven's name did it take until January the 7th of 2021 for the Canadian government in the guise of Jagmeet Singh, soon followed by Justin Trudeau and his liberals, to agree that the Proud Boys was a terrorist organization? The group's been around since 2016. Anybody who follows right-wing extremism in Canada, United States, and the Western world has known about these wankers for a very long time. They didn't become a terrorist group on January the 7th. They've been doing stupid shit for four years now. The fact that this call was made in the aftermath of the attack on the Capitol on January the 6th in Washington, D.C. is nothing but a play for sympathy. It's nothing but a play for attention. It does nothing to keep us safer here in Canada. The Proud Boys, I'm pretty sure, are being looked at pretty closely by my former friends at CSIS and my former colleagues at the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. They're not going to take their orders from Jagmeet Singh or from MPs who voted to make this thing a terrorist organization. In fact, this move by Parliament merely reaffirms, as far as I'm concerned, how this process could be could be disappear tomorrow and make none not one whit of difference in helping to keep Canada and Canadians safe. We have very competent security intelligence organizations and law enforcement agencies who do that for us on a day-to-day basis, Monday through Sunday, 24-7. Thank you very much. We're not taking our orders from a bunch of parliamentarians who couldn't spell terrorism if you gave them the first nine letters. Hint, terrorism has nine letters in it. I'm appalled by this this play of politics with this. And I'm hoping that the men and women who work in this field in counterterrorism are not fooled by this political action. 
And I sincerely hope they're not being pressured by politicians to do things they shouldn't be doing and changing priorities just to suit the soup of the day, the flavor of the month. What politicians, you know, what they found in their bedpans when they woke up in the morning. This exercise is a waste of time. We should get rid of the terrorist listing process entirely. There's other ways to monitor terrorism financing. We don't need a list to make us do what we need to do in this country when it comes to identifying, investigating, and neutralizing acts of terrorism and people who want to join terrorist groups. I've never found it. When I worked at CSIS, I did not go to work in the morning and check the list to see who was on it and who wasn't, and therefore what I could and couldn't do with the intelligence that I was that I was being uh, that was that was being shared with me that was collected by my colleagues. It's a process that never was very much useful, and has certainly ended any use it may have had, thanks to Canada's parliamentarians. Anyhow, that's what I think about this. But before I leave you. Yeah, you know what's coming now. It's the Hardy Boys Guide to Life Pearl of Wisdom. Uh, and this comes from The Clue in the Embers. Sounds like what I do at my cottage when I have a campfire in July. Uh, if you're trying to blend in while in a foreign land where you cannot speak the language, just act like an antisocial type and say nothing. Uh, I have no idea what that means. Uh, if you're trying to gather intelligence abroad and you're just going to sit there and observe yeah i guess you can gather some things but i'd learn the language first if i was gathering intelligence in the foreign land so hardy boys i won't take you up on that piece of advice hey love to hear what you think of the podcast you can reach me on email borealisrisk at gmail.com or on twitter at borealis saves you also find me on linkedin and on facebook if you like this content you want to get more of it i hardly suggest you subscribe borealisthreatrisk.com hit the subscribe button Provide your email address, you'll get a free daily digest, as well as early access to my Marvel series where I'm looking at the Marvel movies, what they have to say about terrorism. One more plug. My new book, The Peaceable Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada, from Confederation to the Present, is now available. You can go to the website. There's a special page for the book. Provide me with your email address. There's there's information there on how to pay for it. I will send you a personalized signed copy right to your home address love to hear your feedback on what I what I do in this podcast and all the blogs. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.